I haven't been too consistent with putting out content. Over the past four to five months, I've managed to release two episodes. Uh, my friends keep kept on texting me that how far the podcast it seems like you stop and i wouldn't lie i've been so unmotivated to do something new i tried to freestyle some content and they didn't sound too good and then i tried to script some content and then they sounded too artificial and i've been trying to juggle and trying to balance between one of the two or how I can incorporate both into uh, an episode. Recently, I lost someone very dear to me, and I've been trying to cope. And then I decided to talk about grief and how people go through grief and how they can get better at the end of the day or not because people grieve differently and I've gone through a lot of losses in my life not just um, friends I've lost friends to death I've lost my dad to death in 2018 I lost an aunt in 2014 i lost my brother-in-law in 2013 and uh, it's been crazy it's been crazy but the one that happened last week was just so shocking to me and it's made me want to speak about it and to talk to other people who might be feeling the way i'm feeling or who might not understand the feelings that they are going through and i'd just like to speak on that today i want you to understand the grief of losing a loved one because the truth is that your your relationships with people often determine the level of intensity of feelings that you feel when that person is gone it just depends on the circumstances of your loved ones that what did they die to what did you lose them to how did they die how long did you anticipate their loss Uh, because no two relationships are the same and no two losses are ever the same the more significant a person is or was in your life the more feelings you had for them and the more or the greater the impact their loss is likely to have. There are many kind of people that we lose in our lives. We can lose a partner. And for the people who have lost partner, it's the the emotional impact of that of their grief, it's it's so intense because you have you have to deal with a lot of stress. You have to deal with the loss of your daily life, lifestyle, like your history, your planned future with the person. It's often close to a breakup, but more intense than that. Because oftentimes when people break up, their hearts broken. And especially the party who 
didn't do the breakup. The person is heartbroken trying to get back with that person. But at least there is this understanding that the other party is still there and there's still a chance for a comeback or a chance to need your broken relationships. This doesn't happen when the person is gone. Like, they are gone, they are gone. There's nothing you can do about it anymore and it's more painful in this case. You might feel alone. You might feel feel worried about the future you 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 might feel guilty sometimes especially if you guys didn't weren't so good to each other during that period or just before a brief moment before they passed on it's it can make you very guilty and sometimes it makes you feel guilty because you feel to protect your partner even if you do, do not have the yin and yang in your hands or you don't have control over life or death it just makes you angry and sometimes it also makes you angry for at your loved one like why did they have to go <laughs> even if it wasn't their choice you can losing a parent also it's it's so traumatic like it's one of the most traumatic things that can happen to a person especially for young children i lost my dad when i was 19 i was 18 i was going to 19 at that point okay i was 19 i was going to 20 that was 2018 january 31st of january 2018 i was 19 and i wasn't that young so it was bad for me very bad but it wasn't as bad as it would have been if (laughs) if i was a child a younger child than i was then when it's it's very traumatic it's it's like losing a person who has loved you unconditionally because it's how parents show their love to 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 their children it's mainly selfs self-sacrifice they do sacrifice a lot for their kids and it's kind of sacrifice that many people can't give to you even people who have uh, romantic partners don't sacrifice as much as parents do for their kids it usually shakes up the foundation and it has leaves a tremendous void in the lives of the children and sometimes Children who are young and do not understand how life works do tend to blame themselves for the loss of their parents. And this prolongs the grief, the grief that they feel. And the healing time or the healing process takes much longer in younger kids when they lose their parents. Even as an adult, we have the when my grandmom for my my paternal grandmom died in 20 2008 she died in 2008 um towards the ending of 2008 i think probably october november 2008 my dad was so grieved that was the first time i saw this man cry i was i was still young though (laughs) i was 10 and that was the first time he cried in all my life knowing him that i've seen it still shakes up our world it's extremely distressing 
it's 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 bad i really don't know the word to use to qualify is bad but sometimes you might gain solace knowing that your parents lived a long and fulfilling life but their death can make you consider your mortality and make you think when will my own time come and how will my children feel and will i have to leave them when i haven't completely raised them to be the man or the woman i want them to be or they or that they should be at that point before i leave and those kind of things can really mess up our emotions and some for some people who have lost both parents you, you automatically become part of the older generation like a generation without parents and if your relationship with your parents weren't wasn't easy it was always fights and stuff your their debts that can leave you with a lot of feelings and thoughts that you have to wrestle with for a very long time. People who also lose children, like the loss of a child is is ah it's an excruciating pain, like a bad ass influx of bad and overwhelming emotions that people lose the people feel when they lose their kids because you are not just losing a, a part of your life you are losing years of promise like years of hopes of dreams of aspirations that you had for these kids or these kids did have for themselves and it's very intense the the bereavement process is very hard to navigate and the trauma is so severe like because one thing about parents is that parents feel responsible for child for their children the child's health the child's whereabout the child's safety provision like whatever the parents always feel responsible for this child so the sense of guilt can often come come in when they lose a child because they were responsible for the safety of that child how did they let that child die so it's it's just crazy it's and it feels very unnatural for a parent to outlive their children because many parents want to, to live to an old age but also their children to live and bury them and then their children's children will bury their own children because this is the natural phenomenon we see this is a natural uh, sequence we see so most of the times when they now lose these children. It feels so unnatural to outlive them. And it makes it much harder to find meaning and come to terms with the death of their kids. It can also put a huge strain on your relationship with uh, their partners if, they are, if, if, if these are young parents. And make parenting the surviving children more emotionally challenging. Because I lost my auntie in 2014 and I lost my uncle last week, Thursday. And I saw the toll he took on my grandma because my grandma is 80 plus. And losing two kids in the space of nine years is crazy. 
it's, it's really damaging for a person of that age and I, I didn't I didn't know how to console her just but just being there for her even if I was I was going through my own feelings being really really bad for people lose lose a friend or who have lost friends like the thing about friendship is that friendship brings joy you have these companions that you have in your life like in fact friends are very vital to our health our well-being it's, it, so when we lose these friends it can affect us gravely especially when a close friend dies it's easy to feel marginalize the closeness of your relationship like it can lead to a very serious type of grief where your loss is devalued or you feel judged or stigmatized for feeling the loss so deeply especially if you have a partner sometimes losing a friend and grieving your friend when you have a partner and the grief seems so overwhelming that so <laughs> partner starts wondering wait, wait, was this girl really just his friend why is he why is he feeling so bad like will he feel the same way if i leave or kind of things coming because i remember when i lost a friend in, in 2016 <laughs> the first time i cried like a child then i was just not that old i was 18 and it was crazy i cried so bad and it felt like my auntie called my mom because I'm, I'm my mom is yoruba so she's like ah okay ah mommy daniel you know how you brother we may talk they're like ah it's like it's like your son married married wife who, the way this girl died this boy has to cry for two days <laughs> it was crazy but I know how it feels. It's so overwhelming sometimes, especially depending on the closeness, the relationship that you guys share. Also, people who lose people to suicide, it's that is that that is traumatizing. I don't even want to speak about that, but I just have to. <sighs> There's this shock that follows suicide. It can be. I don't know the adjective to use to qualify it but it makes you struggle to come to terms with the nature of their death and the stigma that suicide can can carry because i'm not a religious person i'm an atheist but i have a very lot of religious people i had a friend who committed suicide some years back we were in school together i went to uni ben university of benin in benin and she she died her name was mercy she was a junior to me in my secondary school and then we ended up going to the same uni yeah i schooled in kogi state they ended up going to the same uni and she died she's committed suicide by drinking poison and i know a lot of people that were saying oh why would she commit suicide is it not still hellfire and all those rubbish stupid insensitive comments that stupid people make all the time not considering oh what actually went wrong how was she feeling what happened what went through that might have led to this instead of putting their spiritual jargons up and nonsensical judgments on the, the dead 
girl it, 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 it was so bad first of all the stigmatization that came with it and many people were all like oh that your friend will commit suicide hmm. why she even do that she may not say nasty hair fire do she did try escape now she don't go hell hmm. may god just forgive her man all those stupid talks was already it was annoying to me the fact that i was trying to grieve my my friend i, I still had to endure stupid comments about the nature of her death until today i don't think i can't still come to terms with it because i don't know what happened what might have led to that and it was just crazy so how do you grieve loss because i know the way you grieve your loss it won't be the way i grieve mine the way I grieve mine wouldn't be the way the, another person grieves his or hers. Not like whatever your relationship to the person who died, it's it's just important to realize that everybody grieves differently. There's no single way to react. There's no there's not a pattern. There's not a strategy. There's not a sequence that everybody has to follow is that oh the moment you get the news you first throw up your hand i'm i come from a predominantly yoruba family so excuse me i'm going to i'm going to talk like how yoruba people is not it's not like when you first get the news you throw up your hands i'll be like egg by me why you meet me hey this one is this ah. some people do that some people shout some people scream it's just how and you don't have to do it honestly i was talking to a friend yesterday and she told me she she also lost her uncle yesterday and her brother was crying everybody in the house was crying she wasn't crying and i told her yeah everybody grieves differently you don't have to cry you don't <laughs> it's like you honestly don't have to cry it's okay to feel the way you you, you feel some there are, there are many people that express their pain by crying some of us don't shed tears but that doesn't mean we don't feel the loss any less. It is why I decided I was on Thursday when my uncle died. I was there with my family. I took my mom because my mom, my mom's younger brother. I took my mom to my grandmom where all her family members were because almost all my family members stay in Abuja. Yeah, and I took her there. All the family was there. I was trying to console them. Most of the men went outside to sit outside. And then I had to be switching from my auntie to my mom to my cousin to my grandmom, hugging each and every one of them and trying to tell them it would be fine. Meanwhile, I knew it wasn't fine. It wasn't fine. And and then a lot of people were like, oh, mommy, stop crying, stop crying. I felt very annoyed. I wanted to shout and tell them, like, shut the fuck up. You don't tell people stop crying. Like, the fuck, that's how they know how to grieve. Allow them grieve allow them grief was stop crying don't worry be fine ah, stop crying don't hey mommy mommy it's okay it's okay emma those ones you don't you don't tell me i sat down beside my mom my mom cried everything i didn't tell her anything i hugged her i didn't say a word to her she went outside she sat down i went outside i sat down beside her she went inside she laid down i went inside i laid down beside her that's the best I could give. I, I, I don't stop people's grieving process. If they want to grieve that way, if they feel the best way they can grieve is to jump 
and roll on the ground. Let them jump and roll on the ground. Don't stop people from grieving. It irritates me when I see people do that. And I don't appreciate it. The reason why I left there, I left my auntie's house the next day was because I didn't want people judging me. I wasn't crying. Almost everyone was crying. I wasn't crying. I didn't want to be there and people feel like, oh, maybe he has the stone at head or he doesn't feel the death like cause and stuff like that. No, but I just took myself out to grieve the way I can grieve. And if you are that type of person like me, don't judge yourself. Don't think that you should be behaving in, in a different way or try to impose a timetable on your grief. Like, okay, on, on Monday, I'll cry. Eh, then I'll chop. After I chop, I'll go back, I'll cry. No, I'm not even supposed to chop. If I chop now, it will be like, say, because that day I went to, I was hungry. I told my cousin, oh, I'm hungry. My cousin said, you are hungry in this condition. I went to go and get food. I was hungry. If you lose appetite when you are grieving, that's fine. That's you. I was hungry and I was going to eat. So we all have different ways of grieving. Don't judge yourself for how you grieve. Grieve and don't don't, don't give yourself a timetable on, okay, I'm supposed to, to grieve for one month. Then after one month, because, you know, we have this thing in our culture. Oh, morning takes two to three months. After two, three months, then you can... There's no timetable for grief. If you grieve and you can grieve for a week and you are fine, you are fine. If you grieve and you grieve for a year before you get okay, it's fine. It's no timetable to grieving. It takes time for most people. Some people, it doesn't take that much time. For some, it's weeks. For some, it's months. For some others, it's years. Just do you. Allow yourself to feel Grieving can can trigger intense and unexpected emotions. And the thing is that your pain won't go, won't go away if if you if you bottle everything up, if you try to ignore it. Trying to run away from grieving might actually make things worse and in the long run it might affect you longer than it's supposed to actually if you took time to grieve. If you want to come to terms with the reality that has hit you, because the day before your your loved one died, you had a different reality of that person being active in your life. And the day they died, a different reality setting, that person is no longer active in your life. And for you to come to terms with that reality, you have to actively face that pain. The only cure for grief is to grieve. The only cure for grief is to grieve. There's no other cure. And it's why I hate people doing that. Stop crying. Ma sukun. Ma shebe. Mommy this. Ah. Errorao. Ah. Ma. See. Stop it. Allow them. If I want to climb the roof and hit my chest and tear my shirt. That is how I can grieve. Allow me. The only cure for grief is grieve. Allow me grieve. Let the poor grieve. <laughs> Allow me grieve. Like, fuck. 
I grieve differently. I don't cry that much. The moment I get the news, I am hit with a very overwhelming, shocking sense of emotion. And those emotions can last up for to five minutes. After five minutes, I clean my tears. And then I'm not crying anymore. I am still feeling the pain, but I'm not crying anymore. And I might cry once in a while, like maybe four or five days later, or a week, or a month, or something like whenever I have memories of that person, it's just good good memories or when i remember something they said that was funny that made me laugh or when they did something very kind or very nice to me and stuff like that it does come that way to me the only two ways i grieve is i'm either extremely involved in physical activities or i'm extremely dissociated from physical activities i'm either at the gym or in my home working out working and working out intensely or i'm not at all active i just lay down in bed eat sleep wake up sleep sluggishly push myself around sleep eat and repeat this sequence for months until i'm okay to go back to living the life i've always been living it's it's how i process my 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 stuff and currently now, the stage I'm in, it's, it's, I'm in my lazy phase because I'm not active. I haven't gone to the gym since Thursday. I'm just not I'm just there. So allow yourself to feel. And grief doesn't move through stages all the time. For some people, it does. You may, you may have read about these stages of grief where they tell you, uh, the first stage of grief is a denial like it's not true he cannot die she cannot die i don't believe he take me to the hospital where and i want to see the body stuff like that and then the next is anger overwhelming emotions maybe ah god why for for those of you who are religious people yeah like god why and this then bargaining and kind of questions like trying to see if there's a way they can bring the person back to life and and all those stuff then there's depression this overwhelming sadness that beats you for days weeks months years any time frame and then last is acceptance when you finally accept everything that for again religious people it's the will of god only god knows blah 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 yada 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 and you move on but the truth is many people find that grief of a of a loved one isn't predictable you can't predict your reaction you can't predict how you're going to feel you it's not like you're like okay on days when i feel loved this is how i feel this is my reaction when i feel loved when i feel happy this will be my reaction when i feel down this will be my reaction you don't have pre-planned reactions for every scenarios or situation or circumstances that comes in your life doesn't work that way so our reactions to losing a loved one might not be predictable may not be predictable and 99% of the time it's not predictable for, for, for people grief can come in waves or feel more like an emotional roller coaster i'm more of an emotional roller coaster it doesn't come in wave i don't go from this stage to that stage i can be lying down here 
and be joking and laughing and all of a sudden i remember i just have a sudden flashback of a memory i had with a person i lost and my mood is fucked up for that it's fucked up at that point and i go on and then i start reminiscing on more and more and more and more and i go deeper into that it happens that way for some people so don't think you should be feeling a certain way a certain period of time it doesn't it doesn't work that way so how do you cope with grief and loss since we know, we know, okay, yeah, yeah, new is painful, is that, you should grieve, yada, yada, yada. How do you cope? How do you cope with grief and loss? The first thing you should know is that you should prepare yourself for painful reminders. There are some days the pain will hit you like a bitch. It's going to hit you badly. <laughs> the pain might seem manageable for so many people but for you it might not i i my, my pain wasn't manageable when i lost my dad i cried for five minutes i cleaned my tears i moved on so i thought <laughs> and then for two years i saw my dad in my dream almost every single night i had insomnia i was treating my insomnia was not self-diagnosed insomnia i had medically diagnosed insomnia for two years 2018 to 2020 i couldn't sleep i could i had like two hours three hours of sleep how i managed to cope through school was amazing for me it was something to be studied there are times i walk in school there was a time i walked in school and i slumped because i wasn't sleeping i was walking on the road my eyes were closing on the main road my eyes were closing because I, I was struggling to keep my eyes open it was that bad i had diagnosed insomnia i was treating it it was it was, it was crazy for me because i every every night i slept i saw my dad in a red suit he was always wearing a red suit every day wearing a red suit putting his stretching out his hand to me stretching out his hand to me it was the dream i had reoccurring over and over and over and over and over and over again for good weeks and i started coping with extreme workouts working out morning afternoon evening midnight 1 a.m because i couldn't sleep i pushed myself push-ups push-ups lift weights push-ups that's what i kept on doing so so for, for, for some people it was manageable for me it wasn't it wasn't like there are many reminders that will hit you painful reminders that will come reminders like photos you lose a parent your father's picture is staring at you every day in the parlor it's going to fucking remind you of him snow how is not going to, it's going to remind you music like memories like you can't plan ahead of such reminders but you can be prepared for your father's birthday you you're going to remember him on his birthday if you if you have his birthday in your head you will remember him on his wedding anniversary if you know the wedding anniversary you these kind of things are going to reignite your grief and then you might suddenly find yourself grieving all over again even if, even after you think you've you've passed it but it's fine it's fine it's fine and the best way to do this is to mark occasions like this and such as birthdays anniversaries and maybe with your friends or with your siblings and you guys can do something 
in remembrance of your father or remembrance of your friend or remembrance of your partner, remembrance of your child or whoever you've lost in the past. And the thing about moving on, when I talk about moving on, I don't mean forgetting. There is no, there is no, you can't forget. <laughs> that's, that's, you can't forget. Moving on doesn't mean forgetting your loved one. Like it's just, it's just finding a way to keep living your life. It doesn't mean that the pain is gone. It doesn't mean that your loved one is forgotten. Most of us carry our losses with us through our life. They, they just become part of who we are. It's they're like scars. It's like having an injury in your, on your body and then they've been stitched up and stuff. Yeah, the injury is gone. Yeah, it, it, but they are scars. They are still proof to show that you had an it's here there. And some people still feel discomfort when they touch those parts. That's how losing a loved one is. We heal, we heal, but we still feel pain sometimes. We still see the scars to remind us of the, the the injury or the pain we felt before it. It's how it was. The, the, the pain would just become easier to bear. But the memories of that person will always remain there. You can seek support when you lose a loved one. It's normal to want to cut yourself off from others don't do what I do <laughs> but do what I say I am I'm, I'm one that will cut off on people I wouldn't lie that's one of my ways of coping I will cut off on people but if you are if you are not that kind of person who can handle emotions on your own then don't cut off from people try and get your friends over or get over to your friends try and be surrounded by people who care about you and people who will listen to you. Lean on your friends, lean on your family, people who know your struggles, family members. I took my mom to my my grandmom's side. I took I told my my mom was shouting, she was crying. Where are you taking me to? Familiar? Where are you? Ah, this. I told her, ah, mommy, where are you going? To? <laughs> took her to my, took her to her family because I felt like that's the best place she could that can be for her. She, my mom doesn't grieve well alone, so I took her there, and it's what I feel. I feel so many people need, and if if you are not alone, you can't bottle, you can't handle your emotions alone and get through the process alone then lean on your friends and family focus on the good listeners there are some people who are very dismissive in their way of consoling like stupid questions lost once lost a friend and we went over and the person was like um how, how do you feel about it what happened was the person like very unnecessary questions that you're not supposed to ask on the first day like this person is crying the fuck shut up let them cry one was singing gospel song or trying to play Jesus is like bro shut up please leave them at that point at that point they don't want to hear Jesus they are Christians I know they don't want to hear Jesus at that time they don't many of them at that point they even blame their deity they blame they they question their gods and what have you at that point it's not the point you're supposed to be reassuring them that um God knows best and he, he, he knows why he did it. He, God took him away because God loves him more. Shut up. 
those kind of people are not the people you want to surround yourself with during that period so find good listeners people who will shut up and listen to you those are the kind of people you need at that point you can draw comfort from your religion i don't do religious things i don't care about it but i wouldn't um talk down on people who do if you find solace in your religion your religion's morning rituals um the community that your faith can provide you the the solace that your holy book can give to you at that point if that's where you find comfort in them please by all means do soak yourself into your religious um, commitments and do what you have to do to get over it or do what you have to do to find comfort celebrate your loved one's life once in a while every time do things that you guys have done together to remember them and take care of yourself the best way to get over or to grieve is to take care of yourself don't starve yourself don't neglect your health because it doesn't just give emotional breakdowns sometimes losing a loved one can cause physical harm to people and this is cool harm could now lead to something dangerous and can also might also lead to the loss of your own life which will cause pain for other people who love you as well so take care of yourself manage your stress relax exercise eat well don't forget to drink water you'll be fine